Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It is our great joy to bring you the Word of God so that you can hear it and you can apply it to your life so that you will continue to grow and be faithful in the things of God. As you listen to this message today, ask the Lord to just lead you and guide you and help you so that He can use your life to make a difference in the people that you come in contact with every day. This is our day and this is our hour to be the light of the world so that God can make a difference. At the end of today's message, we're going to give you more information on how to connect with us online and or in person. We'd love to connect with you and help you to grow in the things of God. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. When he saw their, what? Their faith. When he saw that they believed enough to come and said, this man need to be healed. And the man got up and went home. Just like that. He said, if you believe it, you can see it. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe. And who did they praise? They praised God. God wants to get some glory all the time. God wants glory and God still wants to get some glory out of your life. He wants to get some glory. He wants people to see something that's going on with you. And the only way it can be explained is that God did it. The only way it can be explained. They say, well, what happened to you? I thought you were going under. I was going under, but God. Let me tell you what God did. Let me show you what God did. I called on the Lord and he heard my cry and he came and he rescued me. He healed me. He delivered me. He brought me out. He gave me some wisdom. He did it. God did it. God did it. God did it. Verse 20, same chapter. When just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. King James said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. That sounds a little bit better preaching, don't it? If I could just touch the hem of his garment. She said, I believe this. If I could just touch him, I'll be healed. And he said, take heart, daughter, your faith has healed you. If you can believe it, you can receive it. And the woman was healed from that moment. If you read the story, Jesus said, now somebody touched me. His disciples said, all these folks, how do you know? He said, no, somebody touched me with a different touch. Somebody touched me with a touch of belief. Somebody touched me to receive something from me. Somebody touched me. I know that touch. I know that touch. There's a touch that God knows when you're coming to him and say, Lord, I know that you have the answer for whatever I'm going through. I've tried everything else, but I know you have the answer. When he, when he hears that touch, when he, when he feels that touch, God moves, God moves. Verse 27, Jesus went on from there. Two blind men followed him, calling out, have mercy on us, son of David. And when he had gone indoors, the blind came to him and he asked him, do you believe I'm able to do this. Yes. Then he touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith, it will be done to you. And their sight was restored. We are people of faith. We walk by faith. Faith is not something that you just need to uh, put over to the side and say, Lord, I just need more faith. How many of you asked for more faith? Some of you have been praying for more faith. And you don't need more faith. You just need to use the faith you got. 
Amen. Just believe God. Faith is not something you gather up in some big uh, uh, container and walk around and say, look how much faith I got. You just use the faith you got. Lord, I just believe what you said enough to take action on it and to stop repeating what I heard and start repeating what you're telling me. Romans chapter 4 verse 18 says, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Uh, just as it has been said to him, so shall your offspring be. And verse 19, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God. God said it. No matter how old I am, if God said that that's going to happen, that's going to happen. He can look at Sarah and say, hmm, but God said that. He was strengthening his faith and gave glory to God, verse 21, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he promised. Now, how many of you are persuaded? That's what Jesus is talking about. You need to be persuaded. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe that God has the power to do what he promised? We believe that until we get in the middle of our troubles. We believe that as long as we're not going through anything. We'll tell other people that. You know, God, God is able, honey. God is able. Then when we're going through, oh, Lord, I have no idea what to do now. This is, oh, Lord, how did, I, how did we get here? No, you have to believe God for yourself when you're right in the middle. Let me close with this. God had promised the Israelites a promised land. He said, you're going to go to the land of promise. I got a place that's flowing with milk and honey. You'll have houses you didn't have to build. It's going to be a prosperous land. I'm taking you from Egypt. I got a place for you. Hebrews 4.1 tells what happened. It says, therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stand, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of God's rest or what God has purposed for you. For we also have had the gospel preached to us just as they did, the Israelites. But the message they heard was of no value to them because those who heard it did not combine it with faith. They heard the message, but it was no value. They didn't put faith with it. How do we know that? Because when they sent the 12 spies over to spy the land, our 10 of them come back and say, we can't go in there. They got some giants in there. Joshua and Caleb said, yeah, we can go. But 10 of them say, we can't go. We got giant. Now they come back with big old grapes and all the fruit of the land. Well, look at what they got. But we can't go there. That was the time that God says, now really, after I promise you that, after you've seen me take you out of Egypt, after you've seen manna in the wilderness, after you've seen water come out the rock, after you've seen me take care of you all through the wilderness, and now you're telling me I can't provide what I promised to you. That's when he said, all of you who've come out of Egypt, you will not go into the promised land. You're going to die in the wilderness. I'm going to give it to your children because you do not believe that I'm able. Some of us will never get God's promise in our life because we don't believe that he's able when we come to the, when we come to the point of possessing it. We'll look at the giants and we say, that's all right. And God says, wait a minute, you don't think I can whoop a giant? Here's the question today. We've seen, we saw the Lazarus miracle. 
We read in Matthew, here's the blind man, here's the man that was paralyzed, here's the woman with the issue of blood. Here's the two blind men say, yeah, we believe. And he said, according to your faith, be it done to you. My question today is who's next in line for a miracle? That miracle is some, that thing that's going on, that trouble in your life, what you've heard. You don't know what to do about it. You don't know how to go forward. You know what you've heard and you've, maybe you've been responding to what you've heard, but have you gotten with God? Maybe you've heard in your spirit that God is able to do the impossible, but the facts tell you it's not going to happen. You know, God will speak to his people and says, I got this, but the facts are just so overwhelming that we just let the facts just take us down another course, even though we may have heard what God has spoken in our spirit. I got this. Just trust me. God is still looking for somebody today to say, Lord, I believe. This message is a message I, I wasn't planning on giving, but after last week I came back here because I believe that there's some people that's listening right now that have some facts. You've heard some facts that you think it's going to be impossible for you to work through this. You know, you're just kind of maybe losing a little bit of hope for whatever it is you've heard. Maybe sickness in your body, maybe a relational issue, maybe a financial issue. Maybe something with your children, maybe something with your marriage, maybe something, and you're not quite sure. I want to say this. You go to God and say, okay, Lord, I want to hear from you. I believe that you have the answer for me. When we're in these troubling situations, it's just us. Sometimes we don't even tell anybody what's going on, but God knows. Today you hear his voice. This is a time where you can say, Lord, I believe and I'm ready to receive. I believe that you're able to work out everything so that you can get some glory out of it. I want to challenge you right now. You're, you're here. You're next in line for the miracle power of God to work in your life. Wherever you are, whoever, whatever you're going through, and you say, I want to be next in line for God's miraculous power. Wherever you are, here's a good time right now. Stand on your feet. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. If you're saying, Lord, I believe, no matter what it is, you already know who you are. You already know in your heart and your mind, you're like, I'm, I don't know how this is going to work out. God knows. Do you believe this? Do you believe enough to just trust him, not to try to figure out what the answer is going to be, how he's going to do it, but just say, Lord, I believe that you love me. I believe that you're going to work it out to my best benefit. I believe it. I'm just going to trust you. I want to hear from you. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God, speak that word. Speak that word so I know where to stand. Speak that word. Tell me where to stand right now in the midst of my trial and I'll stand there, God, until I see the salvation of the Lord. He's still in the miracle working business. He's still in the business of getting glory for what he has done. I want us to just stretch your faith and say, Lord, I believe. Come on, say, Lord, I believe. Father, you see these that are standing. You are mighty. You are God. You're the maker of heaven and earth. 
We thank you for your divine power. God, you have the answer. You have the solution. You have the remedy. You are able. We thank you, almighty God. Right now, God, you're looking for someone to show yourself strong on their behalf. You love your people. We are your people who are called by your name. We thank you, almighty God. Help our unbelief. Help us to stretch our faith so that we believe God. We thank you, mighty God. Oh, Father, we thank you. We praise you. We bless you. We hear you. We rejoice in you. We thank you, almighty God. Just give us a word to hold on to. Give us a word to stand on. Right now, we'll stand firm in the faith. We thank you, mighty God. We're not going to be moved by what we see. We're not going to be moved by what we hear. We're going to only be moved by your divine power working on our behalf. We thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you. And we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atascacita, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.